When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. PHNX Cardinals live on the Thursday. Welcome in Johnny Venerable Bobrock, your premier Arizona Cardinal podcast. Like and subscribe. Leave us a five-star wherever you get your programming. And Bo, I think we are officially in the silly season of the NFL offseason based on, let's just call them, a couple pieces of material <laughs> that we found earlier today from some prominent publications. And we're going to start with our friends, or maybe our enemies, frankly, at wow. Bleacher Report. Uh, for what is has to be one of the most egregious trade proposals for a <laughs> franchise player. I don't care what position he is. We're talking about Buda Baker. We are. I mean, I couldn't believe what I was reading. It had DeAndre Hopkins uh, as far as the article and how they promoted the article. So I'm like, all right, let's take a look at the latest DeAndre Hopkins trade prediction. A lot mm. of talk within the media about a D-Hop trade, but as far as an actual deal being discussed between the Cardinals and an actual NFL team, we don't have any legit reports of that. So it's just a lot of talk from us media talking heads. So I'm like, let's let's take a look at what you know the national media believes D-Hop could fetch. And at the top of this article from Christopher Knox, it was one of the – it's almost like – I think Christopher Knox just spit a giant, maybe kind of like a sick. He's sick. He's got a little extra. Like a uh, loogie? Yeah, a bigger loogie, like right in the face of Cardinals fans with this okay. Buda Baker trade proposal that he has. Yeah, he got okay. down deep and, and really got a thick, uh, really gross loog that he spit in the face <laughs> of Cardinals fans. With the Eagles being the the receiving team. Oh sure, let's just give Blue all Bay. the good the all the good players in the league in the draft. Let's just give them to Philadelphia, right? Especially, right. I'm really excited to do a deal with Howie Roseman after the, the screw up that was the tampering situation that you and Saul covered yesterday, and how you know upset Howie Roseman clearly still. But I I'm really anxious to do a deal with the Philadelphia Eagles. But uh, with, <laughs> in in seriousness, so I Christopher Knox is the the writer. If you want to go scream at him, you can. Um, you know, he's a big boy. He can take it. Bleacher Report put out a trade package for Buda Baker, and they suggested that Philadelphia get the Cardinals franchise icon safety for what equates to a 2024 fifth round pick. So a fifth rounder in 2024 and a third rounder in 2025, Bo Brock. Um, so that... if, you're, if you're scoring at home, Gross. A, a, a third rounder in two years, equates to a fourth rounder. You push a pick into the future, it always goes down on the draft value chart. So here's a couple, you know, pieces of trash for a franchise Hall of Fame caliber player. This is the write-up that Christopher Knox used to justify it. He had a couple different paragraphs, but this was the money section that I want to dive into, Bo. Getting the final two years of Baker's contract would likely require a day two selection. I don't disagree with that. Though Arizona is light on leverage 
and might not be able to demand much more. Um, so I think he is dead wrong there. The, the right. leverage stands with Arizona. Buddha's under contract for two more years. He's making good money. He wants to make elite money. The Cardinals control his rights, and we do not get the sense, we don't, that anybody not is doing a twofold, premium draft capital and a robust contract. So what his point is, is teams would love to have Buddha under his current deal, mm-hmm. right? So to get him under his current deal, you have to be able to give something back to the Cardinals in de facto a premium pick, which is not a ham sandwich each of the next two years. If if the Eagles are as good as people believe they're going to be, that fifth round pick is going to be more like a sixth round pick, and then that third round now. pick that has fourth round value is is also almost a fifth round pick. It's just yeah. like, what are we doing? We're, we're getting a Robbie Anderson deal that Steve Kime gave the Carolina Panthers during the season last year. I I just it doesn't make sense. It's as you said, it's peak silly season as yeah. people are trying to create content. Uh, Buda Baker's name was one that was bandied about once the report of his trade request from February became public, uh, I believe in April, right? And people just want to say, okay, well, things aren't going well. They're staring down a rebuild and, and the Cardinals are a franchise that are, is not perceived nationally in well regard. And they're thinking that the team's just going to give away star players at this time yeah. when Monty Austin Fort has shown that he's willing to make a deal that will benefit the future of this franchise, but he's not going to make a deal just to make a deal. He's yeah. not Steve Kime. He's not going to be strong-armed by any of the stars of this organization into A, giving them more money, and B, trading them out of town. I, I think that would set a bad precedent for the Monty Austin Fort era, and so far, the, the way that he is held steady you have to give a tip of the cap to the Cardinals' new roster architect. Yeah, and I, I put it in like the preview tweet for the show. It's like, I think Buda Baker's value to the Cardinals is more than the national public would would allow you to, to factor in. I think these young players learning from Buda Baker how to be a professional, this roster is going to become so impressionable in the next 12 to 18 months with the infusion of young talent. And I'm not talking about just the draft picks, the undrafted players that you would hope fill out the bottom and mid-tier of this roster as Austin Ford can show he's actually you know, competent in adding undrafted free agents. Having Buda Baker around is immensely helpful. He's he's done a lot for a ton of young players on this roster, Byron Murphy and Marco Wilson. So for me, like get, getting rid of Buda to just get rid of Buda, I mean, we're having that conversation right now with DeAndre Hopkins. It's not a fun one. Mm-hmm. But DeAndre Hopkins' situation lends itself to well, the Cardinals maybe can't utilize D-Hop well without Kyler Murray. He's mm-hmm. much more expensive, and he's much older coming off a couple down seasons. That's why we're having those conversations. Buda Baker is still well under 30. He's elite. He's a top three safety at his position. And his salary, salary while it's not ideal, is not is very manageable. So unless it's, and this is kind of what I want to get to, Bo Brock, unless it's a top 50 pick, a singular top 50 pick for Buda Baker, which you can represent to your fan base as a future potential Pro Bowl caliber player in mm-hmm. next year's draft. That's that's the asking price if I'm Monty Austin for it. Buda Baker is on a Hall of Fame trajectory. And in return, you I'm I'm of the mindset I can eat a third round pick and a fifth round pick if it means I get Buda Baker 
in a Cardinal uniform, even if it's behind some lean years, Bo, I don't, I don't care. I have enough picks now with the Paris Johnson Jr. trade down. I want Buda Baker number three in a Cardinal uniform for what he does on and off the field. Yeah, absolutely. It, it transcends the playing field, a player that caliber, right? But does it does it mean that Bonnie Osford also has the ante up in the in the form of a of a multi-year extension with a lot of guaranteed dollars tied to it? No, it doesn't. It means that you've got this guy who's controllable at a relatively good price that at some point, even though they're they're kind of at odds right now because Buddha right. wants something and, and the organization doesn't, and that there's this kind of hard-nosed negotiation going on, and those are never pretty and they're not for the faint of heart, that if they ride this out, they're going to get you know, Buda Baker back doing what he does best and playing safety for the Arizona Cardinals. Right. And, uh, you know, unless somebody does come out from the clouds and overwhelm Monty Austin Fort with a deal, probably, I think you're right ballpark. I don't think you're going to reach first round status with, with the safety position because it's, I think people have learned their lessons from, uh, the harsh lessons of like a, uh, was it, uh, Jamal Adams, Jamal Adams. Yeah. With, even within your division, like, how great players, obviously, that would be a piece of and part of a great defense and what it could do for you when you're set up to contend. Uh, but are, are you willing to, to give that for what's not considered premium position? I, I think that that's why ballpark, you know, second round is is right where, you know, it should be. And I just don't yeah. think teams at this point in the offseason are like, hey, we're a, we're a safety away. Yeah, well, I do think he could have the impact of, say, a Tyron Matthew when he left the Cardinals you know, after Houston and went to Kansas City. Like, I do think a team could have Buda Baker and it could spearhead them to a championship. 100% that's ready to take on a championship-level run. That's not the Cardinals, but I'm of the mindset, again, that for what you would be getting back in return, it's just not worth it. It's not yeah. worth it to your fan base. You have to think about ticket sales and then the product on the field. Uh, some really good comments here in the chat. You guys are crushing it. Like always, Rhett in the chat. Bo, Brock, Johnny Venerable, how we doing, fellas? We're doing well here on uh, the Thursday before a holiday weekend. Fish Bowl Flash, wouldn't we get a, a higher compensatory pick if he plays out his contract years until free agency and then gets signed by another team kind of like Kirk and Jones did? So you have to keep me honest, Bo, because the Cardinals have two years left on his contract, but the, for the 2024 season, they have an option. Mm -hmm. If they decline his option, would they still be the benefactor of a compensatory pick yeah. or does it fall under a gray area where you wouldn't get a pick? Yeah, that's an interesting question. I mean, it, as far as I, I think he would become, if, if you decline the option and he becomes a unrestricted free agent and he goes to another team, I still believe you are in the, in the right of a compensatory I, pick. I think so too. So, um, you know, that's, that's in play. And I think that's a great point. I mean, that's why Johnny's saying top 50 because Anything outside of the top 50, you get, you know, towards a late second round pick um, and, and you get to a third round pick. That's something you would get where you would get two productive years from a guy in his prime. Um, and you would you wouldn't have to really go gift him to another team in, in order just, to get that pick. So it just I've, the is as far as what. You know, when you're weighing the options, the risk reward of, of dealing, and it's like just holding steady and letting them play out the extent of his contract, whether it's this season and then not picking up the club option in 2024, or letting and picking up the 2024 club option because you have the cap space and you have the ability to pick up this player. And I think he's 
more than worth it. Um, it, it just doesn't do you any good to start negotiating a trade right now unless you, the conversation starts with as high as a second round pick. And the Fair only way he, yeah, and the only way he'd ever get dealt because we got to remember, unlike DeAndre Hopkins, the Cardinals have been non-committal with D Hop since the moment Austin Ford and Gannon took over. Whereas it's been the complete opposite with Buda Baker. It's they've been adamant. Buda Baker is a big reason why they're there. They want to emulate Buda, or you know, throughout the rest of the fifty-three man roster. I think the only ter- time and territory, Bo, that you could maybe have a conversation and things ramp up in, in a serious regard would be the trade deadline. And let's say the Cardinals are really struggling and it becomes asset acquisition once again, asset acquisition 2.0, and somebody calls and offers you a second. Remember, Von Miller uh, got a second round pick from uh, the Buffalo Bills, or excuse me, um, when he went to the LA Rams from the Denver Broncos. The Broncos got a second for Von Miller, who was over 30 at that time, and he helped lead them to a Super Bowl. Now, it's a pass rusher versus a safety, but mm-hmm. I, I don't think the Cardinals are going to be in a position to trade him now because they don't want to set a precedent that everybody who demands more money right. or a way out gets what they want. The, the Buddha's under contract. The Cardinals are happy to pay Buddha right now. It's not like Hopkins where they're desperately trying to unload that money. The, the, they're content paying Buda Baker, probably this year and next year. Buda Baker's a... A good soldier like he always has been. Yeah. And Gannon, he hit it off like we think they will. Like, there's no reason to believe Buddha won't be on the team next year. But if they continue to make things difficult, um, let's see, he holds out, like, then we're going to have some problems. Then it could get ugly. But I still don't think it manufactures itself into a, a preseason trade. And I'd love for Doc's and cards to, or Doc's cards to uh, maybe elaborate on, on what he thinks is disrespectful to Buddha in this scenario. I think maybe, I, mean, I, I think maybe the, the article. Is disrespectful oh, to Buddha's yeah, value? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's like I said for all Cardinals fans, anybody that, that roots for this team to say uh, 2023 fifth in a, in a 2024 third is disrespectful, no doubt about it. I, I mean, as far as Buda Baker himself, I mean, the Cardinals made him the highest paid safety at the time of his extension, and he's still playing on that current deal. And I think that it's, it's right actually where he ranks among you know the top safeties in the league. It, it's... It makes sense what what he's getting paid for. So, and for Monty Austin for it to come over and, and you know the the task that he's been given as far as cleaning up the mess for for Steve Kime to come in and, and say, hey, let's let's rip up this contract and, and give you a new one. I just don't think that it it fits or is is a priority. I should say it's not a priority for this organization right now. That's that's having a pretty solid off season considering what the assignment is, Johnny. We've said that already. And already starting to see that it's actually nice to see that Monty Osford is is being uh, complimented on on how well he's navigated his first offseason as Cardinals GM. And the, like the Cardinals, I don't want to say they're desperate for assets, but they want assets, right? Yeah, they're not desperate enough to take a ham sandwich for Buda Baker and DeAndre Hopkins at this point, like because I think it's bigger than just the singular entity or entities you would get in draft capital it's sending a message to the team like we'll bow down to anything we'll do whatever you want our star players when right. in a couple of years if paris johnson jr is not happy you just take paris johnson jr for a fourth round pick. yeah we'll do whatever you guys want to do that like you you number one players are under contract gotta play outside right. of the quarterback position in the nfl like typically that does not end well and if you're the cardinals too and this is some kind of hidden leverage that i only has talked about enough the Cardinals, not sure if you guys know this, do not have playoff aspirations right now. Mm. They're not a, a team on the cusp. Where, whereas last year, 
Kime felt the pressure. I got to get Humphreys under contract. I got to get Golden under contract. Did you see that? Did you in. see the the continuity chart that they had where the Arizona Cardinals from 2021 to 2022 had the most continuity as far as roster returned I didn't than anybody else? And they had the worst roster because they 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 did barely any work as far as improving a right. roster that fell apart at the end of the season and just said, hey, let's run it back. It wasn't like the Bucs running it back after just hoisting right. Lombardi Trophy like they right. did because they, they had the most continuity from, I think, 2020 to 2021. And then the Cardinals the next season from 2021. Well, we to knew that from last offseason when right. we covered right. it. It was like bringing the band back together. Right. With Kime. Kime and the folks in Vegas thought Cardinals but you didn't have any games. hits. What are you no. doing? They what went you, over. What are you trying to go but, sell out? But it's but like the, the the Buddha thing is like it, it's not a yard sale where you know you're just trying to everything must go and the hagglers are coming and like I got these bowling shoes priced for ten bucks and somebody's gonna give yeah. you a hard time and say look if you if you take them just take them just take them, just get out of my well, sight. Well, and the point I'm trying to make too is Buddha Baker can hold out and you know what it probably is not going to bother the cardinals because the cardinals are not thinking we gotta have buddha to win week one at the commanders the cardinals are underdogs via our friends at bet mgm and a bunch of other sports books in every game next every year. every single so, game so it's not like hey buddha you're really hurting it like cardinals people think are going to struggle now we think they're going to overachieve but they've got some interchangeable pieces at safety like you're not like buddha baker i love buddha he is not the difference between this team winning 12 games and four games. And I think that's a precarious position for the Cardinals to be in. I mentioned BetMGM. If you haven't checked out BetMGM yet, what are you waiting for? Call your shot with our friends at BetMGM. We've teamed up with the established, esteemed sportsbook at the Great Lawn at State Farm Stadium. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks. We have special offers for our listeners every single week including, how about this, every Saturday and Wednesday with our friends at BetMGM, you can claim a bonus house bet on the house. How about that? So every time, Saturday, Wednesday, get a bonus bet full free. Fans will automatically receive a bonus bet upon logging into their account, but they do expire after 72 hours, so do not wait. Check it out and check us out. Knockout Nights Cornhole League at the Great Lawn at State Farm Stadium, BetMGM Sportsbook, first Friday of every month. May through August, cannot wait. Specials, giveaways, prizes, plus live broadcasts on site. If you haven't signed up with BetMGM yet, now is the time. Use that bonus code PHNX. There's a few different offers depending on where you live, but for our Arizona peeps, you're going to get up to 100 in bonus bets on your first wager with BetMGM. Again, make sure, use that bonus code PHNX. Check out the show notes for more details and listen to my guy Shane Diefenbach talk about the disclaimer. Disclaimer, 21 plus to wager. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in Washington, D.C., Mississippi, Nevada, New York, and Ontario. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369, New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP-ARIZONA, 1-800-522-4700, Kansas, Nevada, 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts, 1-800-BETS-OFF-IOWA, 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help, Michigan. I want to talk about our official beer of PHNX Sports, and that's Four Peaks. You got to check out Four Peaks uh, on any, every one of your social channels. Of course, at Four Peaks Brew and at Four Peaks Pub. 
Uh, the lineup of beers that they have is unreal. Of course, they've got the flagship, the Kilt Lifter. They've got the Hop Knot IPA. they got the Joy Bus Wow Wheat, number one wheat in the state of Arizona. you got the Hazy IPA. I know Johnny loves the Hazy Sun Brew. Kick it back to, you know, as they've been around for 25 years, one of their oldest, uh, most popular brews. you got the Peach Golden Ale. You can't go wrong with any of the beers, and their selection is endless. They just dropped, and you got to check this out on their social channels. Uh, their Staycation beer that they have that's unbelievable. It hits the summer. It's right on par with what you're looking for, that super juicy IPA. Uh, check it out at Four Peaks Brew on Instagram. And while you're there, check the link on their IG page to help yourself win four tickets to an upcoming Diamondbacks game. And with that, you'll get some D-Bucks that you can put all those D-Dollars, D-Bucks, to beer, food, whatever you want. Go to the Four Peaks tasting room, tap room there out in right field. Have yourself a great time. The only way you could do it is going to Four Peaks on their Instagram account at Four Peaks Brew uh, and, and signing up there on the link that they have provided. Also, just check out 8th Street, Tempe, Four Peaks. Love it. I know we're going to have a, a bunch of them out on the golf course tomorrow as we keep it 100 out there uh, in, in the tournament. Uh, I'm going to have at least – what's the over-under on, on Four Peaks? Is there a bet MGM spread on that, on how many uh, I'm going to consume? Uh, two and a half, I think. Two, two and, and a half. half. Wow, yeah, hammer half. the over. I'll tell you oh, that wow. much. Hammer the over because I'm 21 years or older, and I'm going to – I can do it responsibly. I can do over I can do whatever I want. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I thought that's where you're going with it. Uh, you won't find this surprising. So we went to Lizzo last night at the Footprint Center. I do our, find that surprising. And our first, our first <laughs> batch of drinks – was not great it was it had too way too much sugar it was a prickly pear margarita and the girl mixing it up i was just like that is gonna poison my insides um my wife finished hers i got about three-fourths of the way i had to dump it i went back to old reliable old faithful there it is all boy joy bus wow fantastic the vibes were flowing for miss lizzo with my friends at four peaks i did not know inside footprint arena they had an elite combo of Four Peaks and then Wetzel's Pretzels. That's a that's a pretty good combo. Wow. Yeah. So uh, we had a great time. Thank you so much, by the way, for the $10 Super Chat. Z Professor, friend of the program. Off topic, we've been speculating on what the off uh, offense may look like. We might run a Eagle-Brown 49er mix. With the running back room being light and the wide receiver room being stacked, we would see uh, more be like a running back like Debo. Um, so thank you so much for that Super Chat. And um, we got pretty well sourced, like, that's what they're going to run. It's going to be the Browns and the Niners on early downs and the Eagles in shotgun. But I think I think you've got something there, but maybe not with Rondell Moore because of his inability to stay healthy. I, I would say the best thing, Bo, for Rondell Moore to turn into is just not be beholden to the screen game, the gimmick BS, just be a wide receiver in 2023 and let the chips fall where they may. Yeah, I think slot or split out wide positions where you can find some open space there, use that athleticism, get going north and south instead of east and west. I think that's the strength of his game. But look, I think that was something where I thought when this team moved off or, or Chase Edmonds moved from the team via free agency at the time to the Miami Dolphins, I thought that was a very real possibility. But then we saw that the reality was through two seasons at the NFL level, Rondell Moore's had a tough time staying out of the training room. So, yeah, I mean, to Johnny's point, I think you can't put him in harm's way. Uh, we see with a big guy like Debo, it's even tough for him to stay consistently healthy out on, on the playing field and not get, you know, the, 
nicked up, you know, just by taking a helmet to the thigh and trying to run between the tackles or evade tacklers. So I, I, I like the idea. I think there's something to it. Johnny, I, I don't know if I, so you think that they, they could maybe tap into the wide receiver room to supplement the running back room. Yeah. Or maybe more so, I don't know, you know, probably not the more I think about it. I, Zach Pascal doesn't make a lot of sense there. You don't want to subject Michael Wilson. I just was thinking with Professor here in his super chat, maybe some more creativity yeah. out of the tight ends uh, and maybe try somebody like Trey McBride on a jet sweep to get him in space. I think that'd be interesting. Use Trey McBride as an H-back if you want to get he and Zach Ertz on the field at the same time. But I, I think they need to sign another back. I I don't love yeah. that they have with all due respect to Keontae Ingram and, and Corey Clement. Um, I love James Conner. He's one of the best free signings of the last half decade for this team at his position, but he needs about a 60 to 40 workload with somebody else. And there's a back out of Cleveland that still remains available. And his name is Kareem Hunt. That that's the move. Like I, they haven't had many reasons to celebrate that being Cardinal fans in terms of free agency. I know a lot of people want to talk about next year, next year, next year, you get people fired up if you bring in Kareem Hunt. I, I especially with what we think the offensive line is going to look like, they're they're not punting on this year. And so when I hear people say, "Why would you sign Kareem Hunt?" You know, they're purposely tank. They're not purposely tanking. They're trying to win games with the roster that they have. And I think adding Kareem Hunt for what would equate to an incentivated one to three million dollar deal would be, would be a nice option because we know they're going to run the ball much more, maybe ten to twenty percent more than Cliff Kingsbury did. And James Conner couldn't stay healthy in that offense. So they they need some fresh legs for sure. Yeah. Uh, Fishbowl Flash putting up some running backs that would be available. And it's like, does any do any of these inspire any hope? Uh, you know, Royce Freeman, Marlon Mack, JD McKissick. Justin Jackson's interesting to me just because he got carries last year in Detroit. Uh Dave Sears, of course, had was the was was part of that front office in mm -hmm. Detroit with the Lions and, and maybe there's something to it you know what was his part in bringing a Justin Jackson in who even took carries from a guy like DeAndre Swift when he was falling out of favor with that franchise he'd be interesting and, and then hunt but I don't know if anybody would want to kick the tires on, on Freeman and Mac has is suffered didn't he have like an Achilles injury um yeah I you do need something but you I, I did see Keontae Ingram getting some run in practice the other day and it, it seems like maybe maybe they want to see what they have with the six rounder out of USC. Sure, uh, Paul in the chat, Dalvin Cook. I I would think Dalvin Cook, if he gets cut from Minnesota, is going to be a a legitimate starting option for maybe like a third of the league. I think that he would be a he would want to go somewhere where he would be the guy. And he's not the guy in Arizona with James Conner. When you're paying James Conner, what you're paying James Conner. Um, right, but again, and, I, and they're going to want to. I mean, the the money that Dalvin Cook is is making now, like he's got a fourteen million dollar cap pit. It, you know, is it would be interesting to see how much would be absorbed from the Vikings having to trade him, but the Cardinals would have to take on, I think, at least ten. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, they want to be able to still roll over as much as possible. I don't think that they're in the business of adding a ton of salary. I mean, they're no, trying to shed salary. I mean, the minimal Andre Hopkins who we're, we're about to talk about. I mean, they're that that's one of the main reasons they want to move off of, of D hop is, is because of the, you know, the $30 million cap hit and then the $19 million salary he's going to make. Um, all right. So let's talk about Deandre Hopkins and 
Um, you know, this podcast is pretty transparent when it comes to our own players, the Cardinals' own players. Um, so when you try to contextualize where does DeAndre Hopkins rank amongst his wide receiver peers, I think you're going to get a lot of mixed responses. But folks at PFF are doing their rankings for uh, starting caliber players heading into the season. We know they put Colt McCoy 29th overall for quarterbacks. We talked about that. Well, they put together, Bo Brock, a list of their top wide receivers across the landscape of the NFL, all 32 teams. And um, DeAndre Hopkins, he's not in the top five. He's not in the top 10. He's number 12. 12th overall is DeAndre Hopkins behind Mike Evans, Debo Samuel, CeeDee Lamb, Terry Scary McLaurin, A.J. Brown, Cooper Cup, Stephon Diggs, Jamar Chase, Tyreek Hill, Justin Jefferson, and they have Devontae Adams first overall. What receiver would you put behind DeAndre Hopkins of that group of 11 that I just read off? If any, maybe you wouldn't. Maybe Mike Evans. Maybe. I I mean, this is a, I, th- I think this is actually pretty solid. Yeah. I mean, when you look at the tie, I mean, going into last year, before we saw the knee thing linger a little bit, um, I mean, obviously, with 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 quarterback play, DeAndre Hopkins is is still very close to the player that we we know and love. But you know, I, I think that there was some separation last mm-hmm. year between the Jettas, the Tyreek Hills, the Jamar Chases, and it's just the luxury of of youth. Um, but yeah, I, I would say you know Mike Evans is 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 easily one of the few guys he could hurdle on this list, but obviously you'd want to see, we'll see what happens with scary Terry with maybe I don't even know if he'll get consistent quarterback play even this season. Mm-hmm. CD lamb. Uh, still, I think a lot of people expecting to see more from CD lamb, but at his age, um, you know, I, I think that that's a guy that when you just pit him a bit, when you look at the entire picture, all the variables, the, the amount of money he's making, what he projects as, and, and you know what the future projections at this stage in Hop's career are, you probably err on the side lamp. So it's, yeah. I, I, I really don't think it's disrespectful. I mean, I hope that Hop uses it as, as fuel, but I also hope that it, it helps him recognize like, you know, he's, he's making, isn't he making, he's got the top cap hip does. hit as, as a wide receiver. And yeah. realizing that the sticking point is the money and that there's still a lot of respect for DeAndre Hopkins, but there's also some humble pie that he has to eat as far as if he wants to go elsewhere, he's going, he's the one that can kind of control that as far as his salary and realizing like, Hey, you're not Tyreek Hill. You're not mm-hmm. Stefan Diggs here. If you want to go play with Stefan Diggs, you can make that happen, but there's a certain thing that you have to do in order to make it happen. And I would I would put it maybe in tiers because it is it's hard for me to rank like I think I'd have Justin Jefferson over Devontae Adams. Uh, I think I'd probably have Jamar yeah, Chase fair. over over Jamar uh, Devontae Adams in a lot of scenarios. I I would probably put the first five to seven guys in a tier. So Adams, Jefferson, Hill, Chase, Diggs, AJ Brown, and then if Cooper Cup can come back healthy, like that's tier one. And then I'd put Hopkins in tier two with CeeDee Lamb, Scary Terry, Debo, Mike Evans, and then there's D-Hop. So any given day, those guys can be a number, like a top-end number one receiver. But I think, I mean, look at Scary Terry's statistics. It's about 1,100 yards a season, right? I think that's what D-Hop's going to give you at this point. He could do a little bit better than that. So for me, 
a lot of it is based on youth and who's trending up. And you would have to say, looking at this list, like Diop outside of a resurgence here is, is trending down. And it, and it happened quickly. I mean, we thought after that first year, the Cardinals got him and he put mm-hmm. on that ridiculous 1400 yard season. It was fantastic. It's like, this is going to be the norm for the next like half decade. And really that was it. We've only got one 1000 yard receiving season in three years with Deandre Hopkins. Now, No one can say that the trade wasn't a roaring success based on what they gave up with Houston. Mm -hmm. But I I do think, you know, it's going to be perceived maybe differently. Let's say DeAndre Hopkins is traded before the start of the season for a third, a third and a fourth or whatever. And you look back at his tenure. Like I know, you know, there are a lot of people in this media market, like Dan Bickley is very adamant. He calls DeAndre Hopkins one of the most selfish players he's he's covered. And I I'm not going to go that far. I think Diop has been brought in and has accomplished exactly what you would have hoped, but I think it's been mirrored by bad coaching, inconsistent quarterback play with Kyler being hurt at times. And then, of course, DeAndre Hopkins had the the one-off hiccup with, you know, the PED bus. So, yeah. I, I to me, it's like 12, anywhere between 10 to 12 feels about right. But if, if you told me everything goes right this year, Kyler plays a bunch, Hopkins is on the team throughout the year, like, I, I still think he could have. 12, 12, 50, eight or nine touchdowns. He still impacts the game. I mean, and that's to to be included with these guys. I mean, all these guys are beasts. Every single one of these guys on this list, like you would, you would take them and they're, I think they're legit wide receiver ones. And like, when you look at this list, DeAndre Hopkins is the end of that list where you say no questions as maybe DK Metcalf after that uh, can be in the conversation as far in, in Amon Ra that are guys like, okay, those are top wide receivers. And then after that, you're starting to look at, you know, you got some very good complimentary, like very one, one B guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it, it's, I, I really don't think it, it's, it's a slap to the face. This is not a, a 2024 a thir- fifth round and a 2025 third round pick for Buda Baker from the Philadelphia yeah. Eagles. I think that this is right. You know, when you take into all like all the evidence, you know, played half the games over the last two seasons, the PED suspension, the injuries um, that these guys have been available and these guys have been productive outside of Cooper Cup. You know, this last season he missed some time, but when he was available, he was super productive. And, and you just have to kind of say, hey, that was a fluke compared to the rest of his his career. Um, like these guys are all absolute just animals out there and, and problems for opposing defenses. And I, I think that this is a, a very fair list that, you know, the Cardinals can say, hey, this you you can get a top 15, 12th overall receiver. You just got to ante up for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I, I, you look at the rest of the guys on this list, Bo, as you mentioned, like, None of these guys are getting dealt for anything less than a first-round pick, in my opinion. I, I think maybe outside of Cooper Cup, if he can't pass a physical, uh, Devontae Adams is going for a one. Jefferson, yeah. multiple ones. Tyreek just went for multiple. Jamar Chase would be the biggest package we've ever seen. I still think you could get a one for Diggs. A.J. Brown just went for a one. Lamb, McLaurin, Debo Samuel would all go for ones. And then Mike Evans probably a fringe one so it's like hopkins is in that group and, they, and you had right. people saying just cut him just get rid of him just cut him and save his salary it's like come on man that is just it's unbelievable it's almost like as the guy that happened to was was beckham jr with the browns they just right outright released him and it's like he wasn't 12th best receiver even back then he and look wasn't. what he did and then he helped the rams yeah, win a Super Bowl. exactly and it's like and, what 
the only sticking point for these teams is that $19 million contract that they would have to take on. That's the only thing. God bless you, Steve Kime. This is the gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> Just like our friends at Circle K, we're so excited to partner with our friends at Circle K. I hit up Circle K yesterday en route to the concert at the Footprint Center, loaded up on gas, snacks, energy drinks to stay up late, uh, snacks for after the concert. One stop, America's Thirst Stop. Have you heard that? Because that's what Circle K is. Best coffee, beer, snack selection, premium gas at not a premium price. 12 packs of beer, $9.99. Hello, Four Peaks. Red Bull, Monster Energy drinks. Get this. You can get a 12-ounce Monster Energy, three for six bucks. Unbelievable. Load up, caffeinate up. Make sure you're not missing out. All of the great stuff with our friends at Circle K. Right now, text PHNX to 31310 to join their SMS subscriber club, Bo, and you're going to get a buy one, get one free offer on a 32-ounce Polar Pop. It's a gift from the football gods, double fisting, Polar Pops and route to hydrate in the summer heat in Arizona, wherever you're at. Head to circlek.com slash store dash locator, circlek.com slash store dash locator to find Circle K's nearest to you. Maybe the only combination better than a hot summer day and a Polar Pop is just hanging out with you and some OGs, brands, gummies, wherever you may be. Pop one, make your experience a better experience creating experiences like being a part of this PHNX family. That's what OG's brands is all about. They've got incredible flavors, including a brand new flavor. Can't wait till this drops less than a month away now. And we've got the pink lemonade flavor from OG's brands. You don't want to miss out on this, but in the meantime, you can get in on the happy balance that strawberries and cream, that CBD to THC one-to-one ratio. You don't want to miss out on that. And now they've got mixed bags. You've been wondering what OG's is all about, where you can get the best of uh, many variety of gummies. They've got the fruits, they've got the creams, they've got the watermelon, red apple, peach, and then those are the fruits, and then you got the creams. You got the blackberry and creams. You got the orange cream sickles. You got the peaches and cream, and then that pink lemonade dropping on June 21st. You don't want to miss out on that. Check out OG's online, ogsbrands.com. Sign up for their mailing list. They'll keep you up to date better than we do here at PHNX Sports. Become an OG and flavor your email inbox. Get the latest from OG's and get their updates. And, of course, follow them on all your socials. you got to be 21 years or older, but you can find them course in your local dispensary and when you do you take ogs use them responsibly uh it's irresponsible if we don't talk about marcus golden signing a a one-year deal with the pittsburgh steelers ball and it's i think the flip has has the script has flipped quickly on marcus golden and cardinal fans because a year ago at this time you know the cardinals bring him back uh they get him on a two-year deal but he wants a raise right and he's off in an 11-sack season. And every time Marcus Golden was given opportunities in Arizona, he produced 8 to 12 sacks. He is, outside of Buda Baker, the best second-round pick of the Steve Kime era. It's not even close. I'll never forget that draft in 2015. Cardinals wanted Shane Ray. They got jumped by the Broncos, so they took DJ Humphreys. Then they took his teammate in the second round that hardly anybody knew of, and Marcus Golden was a fantastic pass rusher. And then something happened. Then Marcus Goldenbow, I, I guess, depending on who you talk to, dropped a weight on his foot and yeah. then held out of training camp, right, with a – was that the injury? Was it a double yeah. down on, on the – okay, so it was an injury to his foot. It's kettlebell to his toe. Yeah. yeah. 
he proceeded to he started 14 games and played played in 17 and basically had the worst year of his career in route to two and a half sacks. And I say all that to, to emphasize that Marcus Golden, great draft pick for this franchise. Hopefully he has success in Pittsburgh. But what you were around the facility every day. What went wrong for Marcus Golden, a guy who is we over the over me over the team historically? Then last year, it just it didn't even feel like he was himself. It, it, yeah, it didn't. I, I think uh, you know there was high expectations for the junkyard dog to kind of lead the charge as far as that pass rush, and like most of that pass rush, you know it was a non-factor game in and game out, and it, it was kind of an unceremonious way to to end a, a great second half of his career you obviously he started here went to new york then came back and had such an impact and the you know in the 2021 season where he reached double digit sacks he had four force fumbles and it's like anytime i saw this report of a trade or not of a trade of a signing of golden i saw the numbers from the previous season they didn't even mention the two and a half sack performance that he had last year because I, I think you'd be hard-pressed to see a guy that played as much as Marcus Golden did last year. And d- there wasn't much of an impact that made. Now, he was obviously taking on the brunt of, uh, you know, uh, as far as assignments from the opposing offensive uh, pass protection. But, you know, two and a half, no forced fumbles this season. We just didn't see the guy that on a down-to-down basis, that nonstop motor, that we were used to seeing from Marcus Golden, and I'm not here in saying that he, we didn't, he didn't have the same nonstop motor on each and every play. It's just once the the defense or offense was able to key in on him, they were able to kind of neutralize him, and we just didn't see that. We saw big plays from JJ. We saw big plays from Zach Allen. Very few times did we see Marcus Golden. It, it, it pains me to say that because he was such a a good guy to talk to in the locker room, and such a good guy to report on throughout his careers, but. There have also been like blips throughout his career where he goes from double digit sacks to, you know, a season or two where he doesn't produce very much. Yeah, I think Rafa in the chat is kind of echoing your sentiments. What happened is that he was edge one when he went and he's not that. And I push back a little bit on that. But I will say, yeah, he did play his best with Chandler Jones. And then two years ago, if you remember, the Cardinals traded for him at the trade deadline. And he and Hassan Reddick were wrecking shop for about a half season. Yeah. So then, then what happens is, you know, Chandler Jones gone and, you know, Hassan Reddick's gone and you're asking him to carry the baton. I do think, though, it's more he lost his explosiveness off the edge because he had 10 sacks with the Giants. I mean, this wasn't just an Arizona thing. That last year was at Albatross, but Sometimes in the NFL, when your speed and explosiveness goes, it goes fast. Now, I do think that he, he will have success in Pittsburgh because he's not going to be expected to be the guy. They have T.J. Watt. They've got some yeah. supplemental draft picks. They're they're younger up front. He can be kind of like a seventh-inning reliever that can come in and get you some spot sacks, and that's probably what he's best suited for. But I remember reading articles this time last year saying Marcus Golden is the best you know, under-the-radar contract in the NFL because he wasn't making much money. And then, of course, after he sees Humphreys in his same draft class get a bump, he's like, I want a bump. And I just I don't think he ever recovered fully from that and con- missing all that time and then dropping the kettlebell at that age, approaching 30 years old. You can't miss that time. You've got to be able to get your body right in preparation for what was a rigorous 
taxing 17 game season. And I think the biggest detriment to, to all of that was that Vance Joseph hooker by crook stayed too committed to him and Dennis Gardeck, Dennis Gardeck also coming off an injury, trying to play himself back into shape. When anybody using their football IQ in their eyes, frankly, on Sunday saw the two younger pass rushers in Cameron Thomas, 20 pounds down and Maje Sanders looked just way more explosive. Mm-hmm. And I get it. You know, I heard Zayvon Collins on the Dave Pash podcast saying like, I don't want to play with young guys because they make mistakes and I can understand not thrusting me out there. You know, I'm paraphrasing of course, but like, yeah. I don't need to see Marcus golden at 30 plus years old, not be effective two sacks in 17 games. I don't need to see Dennis Gardeck, you know, max out his ability. And so I, I think last year had Kime known, Deep down, the, the the smart play would have been, okay, Marcus, hold out. I'm going to play these young guys. And that's that's like the Austin Ford play. And yeah. I think that's what we're going to see moving forward with this with this organization. Was there more of a, of a senioritis type approach to his job than, than Steve Kime last year? Man. Just kind of feeling like it was over, and he just kind of mailed it in. Like, well, you, well, you heard from Josh Weinfuss when he joined us last year. It was like no one knew where Steve what. Like, yeah, he where was, was not he? around in October. October, yeah, it's insane. It was like he was he. It's not like after Mexico City and everything, he he disappeared. No, no, no. Like he wasn't day to day. Wouldn't show up to work in like October. Barely, barely. Like I said earlier in the episode, where this team returned like set over seventy five percent of its roster from the previous year, barely, barely did any work in the off season. And then the stuff that he did during the training camp preseason, giving such a a ton of money to DJ Humphreys, giving more money to Marcus Golden, just to, to do it only to be, have him release this off season, pulling off. Was it three trades for three guys? Mm -hmm. Like that barely even made it like Trayvon Mullen didn't even make it through the season. Robbie Anderson cut immediately after the season, Cody Ford, not even discussed about bringing him back like that. It was one of the most atrocious performances we've ever seen from an NFL GM in a sing- in a season. And it was like, he just didn't, he just didn't give a shit about this team at the end. That, you know what though? It's the ultimate tease because you, you think, how could we get any lower? Bill Barnwell wrote an article on ESPN. Bo, you sent me this. And the bottom 16 NFL offseasons, the Cardinals are not in the bottom 16. So they are somewhere in the top 16. That, my friends, means this team's trending up. That's right. Bill Barnwell would love to hate on some Steve Kime and some Steve Kime offseason. I I think it was – I don't even know if he ever said anything like real nice about a Steve Kime-led Arizona Cardinals offseason. So hopefully I, I'd have to see – does it say in that article when, when the next part of that drops? Is it tomorrow? You you uh, tell us about Fubo TV. I'll look it up. Absolutely, yeah. Fubo TV, of course. You got the Diamondbacks heating up. Who wouldn't want to just check out the Answerbacks on your Fubo TV? And you can do it whether you're here in the Valley or if you're on the road. You got to travel for work, or you've got some great vacation set up for this summer. Well, you can tune in to the Fubo TV in the comfort of your 140 plus live channel, sports shows, movies, and news. Stream live from any device. You got like some streaming services that just sent me an email yesterday that this is a one household uh, streaming service. Those bastards. Fubo TV is not going to do that. You can start watching immediately with your seven day free trial. It's not going to drop out during the Eastern Conference Finals like another streaming service did too. No, Fubo TV is reliable, 
1,000 hours of cloud DVR, no extra charge. Of course, it's 2023. You don't need an extra charge for cloud services. You got the NHL going on, Stanley Cup Finals coming up. After uh, RIP, the Urcans, the Carolina Urcans, their season came to an end, according to Kyler Murray. Uh, you got the WNBA firing up. You got the NBA finals going on, French Open. You got F1 if you're into that. Watch whatever's going on, including those Diamondbacks on Fubo TV. You got the link in the description. Sign up for 15% off your first month at Fubo Pro using PHNX. Uh, I. I can't find it in the article. I would assume so that it, it is tomorrow. We'll be covering that uh, on the Friday b- before a holiday weekend. But in the meantime, uh, why don't you shop for some choice merchandise from our friends at FOCO. FOCO is the leading manufacturer of sports and entertainment merchandise with a product line that includes apparel, accessories, toys and collectibles, novelty items. Fantastic. They got stuff that you're not going to find at your local, you know, Fortune 50 retailers. There's stuff that pops, talking points, gear, my throwback jackets from Foco. I love Foco. It's springtime, baseball season's here. Aloha shirts, straw hats, polos, bags, everything you need for this summer with the Diamondbacks. And they're big supporters and always have been of Arizona sports. So uh, let's support them. And we're going to help you here at PHNX. Go to Foco.com. That's www.foco.com. Dot com and use the promo code PHNX. All pre-sale items, you're going to get 15% off. Again, or excuse me, 10% off. 10% off with the promo code PHNX at foco.com. I also want to encourage you guys to check out gophnx.com. Our guy Howard Balzer, the PHNX Cardinals beat reporter. Banger of a new article out for mm-hmm. free, but still smash that promo code Howard. H-O-W-A-R-D. Become a diehard bow. Pick up a fresh t-shirt. I don't know how many more times I'm going to be able to rock this one. The point mm. God pouring out for the point God. I'm repping it while I can become a diehard while you can get a free hat and or t-shirt. Oh man. I'm going to miss old cliff cliff Paul. The, uh, so I found out the date when they'll release the top 16. Okay. Um, I'm excited about it, but it's Tuesday. So we return from a Memorial day weekend. We'll have a fresh top 16 who had the top 16, uh Cardinals, top, baby. Yeah, Cardinals are in that. We they, Where do you they think made they are? it to that. So that's a good question. So here's how it ranks right now. The worst team, according to Bill Barnwell, is a team in the Tennessee Titans that did not fully embrace a rebuild. They nice. just kind of half-assed it, right? And then you've got uh then he goes from Tennessee to the Rams. Love to see it. You love, love to, to see, see the Rams at 31. Uh after that, Raiders kind of those in-between teams, right? Giants did not get better off a playoff team last year. Lions, I don't think anybody can disagree with all the momentum they had. Pooped away the draft. They invested a lot of money in David Montgomery. Tampa Bay mm. Bucks. did you see the video of the three quarterbacks that they're going to lean uh, on this year? Throwing yeah, ducks and overthrowing Bad. receivers. Hilarious. Poor Todd Bowles, though. Atlanta Falcons. Uh, New Orleans Saints. You've got the Colts, Jets, even though I got Aaron Rodgers, interesting. Um, Texans, Ravens, Vikings, Browns, Seahawks. You'd love to see all the NFC West teams in here. Jags, and then We're that's the Raiders. Where it stops. So the 49ers are in the top 16 along with the Arizona Cardinals. 
Uh, are the Raiders in that group? Raiders are near the bottom. They're they're okay. in the I think top five worst in, in off seasons. We uh, we talked about it earlier this week on the program of the teams with uh, Don't Kill Me producer Emma the the twenty twenty four odds <laughs> for the top pick real quick. I, I got to bring this for full circle. So Bo, you talked about it yesterday. How bad Tampa is looking. Um, I don't know how you like Jimmy G. He's hurt. Not sure if you guys know this or not. He's hurt a lot. He's got a foot. That needs surgery. I think the Raiders are going to be ass this year. They're going to be bad. <laughs> uh, I had a member of my family aggressively start sending me tweets and video clips of Caleb Williams and Marvin Harrison Jr. And um, I told that member of my family, I said, take a breath. Okay. We got a lot of football to be played. Hopefully good football for the Cardinals. But I, all these analytic peeps that are talking about, well, the Cardinals are basically a one out of three shot to get the first overall pick. Take a take a look around this league. There's going to be some bad teams. They're bad teams with expectations that they weren't going to be bad, and then that's where you get Cardinals 2022 old players. Right, yeah. you think you're better than you actually are. A false sense of security, and in the Raiders' case, you're in a loaded division, a loaded conference like the Cardinals have been in the NFC West historically. So, it's just let's just don't count our chickens where they hatch. I want the draft picks to be high presumably hopefully just Houston's and the Cardinals are competitive, but we've got a long way to go, man. The Caleb Williams, you know, race, it, it, it's going to be hot and heavy every Sunday. Yeah, it is. And in, like, when you start looking at it, Kyle Odegaard already tweeted out the odds, Caleb Williams, an overwhel overwhelming favorite to be the top pick minus three fifty yeah. uh, in next year's draft. And then you start, you know, a distant second is a Drake may Marvin Harrison jr. And then you start to look at, you know, the the tackle out of uh, Notre Dame, Alton, you know, a couple pass rushers. So it's uh, the sweepstakes right now. That It's it's for a guy like Caleb Williams, and it's going to be heated competition. But you've got – it's going to be uh, just like this past year when we were sitting there week 18 and we were watching and rooting for the Cardinals to to get that third overall pick, like – how how competitive it is it's yeah. really competitive like there's a it's competitive race to the top and it's also competitive a race to the bottom where it's a non-lottery uh based draft so it's, it's going to be fascinating to see how it plays out whomever gets that first pick will absolutely earn it though because I, it is so difficult to be bad for 17 weeks to be really really bad there were parts of last year where we thought Cardinals got some hope they're going to be competitive, and then the wheels had to fall off with, what, seven straight losses, and that only notched them the third overall pick. So a lot of time between then and now, Bo Brock. We are live on a Friday manana. Be sure to like and subscribe. Leave us a five-star wherever you get your programming. If you have an opportunity, go out to Dobson Ranch tomorrow and hang with the fellas and the peeps and the gals of PHNX. And big drive, energy, tons of good stuff, Bo. There's no way that that's the real Cardinals in our chat, right? Mm, yeah. Oh, you can I, check I, that. Yeah. Oh, Emma, she did some background. She's not. She's not naive enough to get duped like I am. <laughs> Could it be? It, you want my what? social security number, Cardinal <laughs> Arizona Cardinals? <laughs> Blink twice if you're paying for lunch at your team facility. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This can't wait for the dog. Can't wait to keep it a hundred tomorrow out there. I'm gonna have my shady rays. I'm gonna I'm gonna go high tomorrow, Johnny, with my score. And that's not the uh, goal of golf. But can't wait to do it. Hopefully, see a bunch of you out there. Share some uh, four peaks at Dobson Ranch. 
Can't wait to do it with the friends over at uh, Big Drive Energy and everybody at PHNX Sports. You guys have a great rest of your Thursday. We will talk to you. I might be a little, little buzzed on Friday. We'll oh, see. Perfect. You never know. Nice. I, <laughs> but we'll talk to you regardless on a new episode of PHNX Cardinal. See you then.